my life has been a series of changes, pivots. Julie Bergfield's life revolves around movement. She's an accomplished marathon runner, certified personal trainer, and Tiny Habits certified coach. She coaches men and women over 50 who want to feel younger. And who doesn't want that? Julie told me she wants to be fully functional until her dying day. That's a goal. I love it. During our conversation, we talk about the importance of building community to keep learning. Julie shares tips about how she continues to level up as a coach, and I ask her for some tips for those of us over 50. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Um, my husband always says, oh, every five years you're changing your job. It's like, well, you know, I'm interested in different things. Sure. And I'm blessed with having had a liberal, art, liberal arts degree, and um, that gave me a broad background from which to choose. Um, majored in French. And my parents said, well, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I went to journalism, journalism school. What are you going to do with that? Well, I don't know. Fell into technology. Love that. And I've pivoted throughout my entire life. I think one of the key things that has kept me, um, that has really been a focus is it's been around community. So I've always gravitated towards either building community or being part of community in a lot of different ways. Um, And that's how you and I met, you know, you know, you and I are part of the tiny habits community thanks to BJ Fogg. So kind of take us there and how, how did you get into, uh, to, Tiny Habits and BJ oh, yeah. and all of that. What a great community. Oh, it, it really is. And and so, you know, just being part of a community has been huge for me. Um, I think I fell into Tiny Habits at the beginning of the pandemic. I started listening to audiobooks. And, um, you know, I'm always the learner. And I used to be that I would read books. And it's like, you know, I'm going to try audiobooks because I'm just really bored and I need something to do. So I started listening to Tiny Habits. And I started instituting some of the things. I, and then I got into the five-day program. Um, and I started instituting some, some habits. And I was like, whoa, this works. And, you know, started doing some more research and um, actually stopped doing some things, too, that were remarkable that I tried to stop before in my life and hadn't been able to. Um, and started doing research. And it's like, oh, they have a coaching program. I'm, yeah. I'm going to sign up for that. And so I did and became a tiny habit coach. I love the community. I love the, the mission. I love what it's about. Um, one of the key takeaways, I still remember this. I was bemoaning the fact that I didn't do something one day. And this was during the course of the coach training. And Linda's like, well, wait a minute. You remembered that you didn't do it. Celebrate that. And I was exactly. like, exactly. Yes. Oh, yes. My gosh. It totally changed my mindset around um, well, you know, growth mindset, Carol Dweck. And it was like, wow, you can turn anything into a growth opportunity. Right. And, and Linda, like- yeah. And Linda Fogg Phillips runs the, the Tiny Habits Academy and she and her team do a super job. And, and so you were already into yoga. Were you already coaching? Uh, talk about your, what you were doing then that then Tiny Habits really just was icing on the cake for you. Right. Um, well, that was when I went through the the coaching program, it was after I had sold my yoga studio. So I had a yoga studio, sold it, um, was really looking for, again, being part of the community, right? Because I'd, I'd gotten rid of my community. I'd sold my community. 
And um, the tiny habits community was so welcoming and gracious. I just fell into that rhythm of things. And that was wonderful being part of that. Um, and it was a salvation for me too, during the the beginning of the, the, the pandemic, because there were a lot of people who are gravitating towards really negative habits. And here I was, you know, doing all these things that I hadn't done before, exploring new things, learning new things, going through coaching programs, which I hadn't even really thought about coaching at that point. And so Tiny Habits was my first coaching program. And then I realized after I finished Tiny Habits, it's like, oh, wait a minute, this is how to coach, not really what you're coaching on. So after that point, I enrolled in another coaching program. And um, several other after that, but um, it gave me then tiny habits gave me the um, the impetus to go on and the how and a, a real structure about um, when I'm working with people, I always apply tiny habits, whether I call it tiny habits or not. But then the other, the formal coaching program, which is ICF accredited, gave me more of a foundation in coaching as a profession mm -hmm. and gave me a really good foundation of mindfulness. They integrate that into the program. Um, also something else called um, focusing, um, which was made popular by a fellow, he's he's um, dead now, but Gene Genlin. Mm -hmm. And um, the people who were doing that, um, they are no longer part of the organization that led my coaching certification, but they now, um, Rod Francis is one person and um, Sherry Trebs, and they now work together in, um, it's called Interactualizer. And um, anyway, but um, that gave me a really strong foundation in coaching. And then I started coaching during that program. And I've been coaching for, oh gosh, almost three years now. Yeah, yeah. And 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 your target uh, market, if you will, are men and women over 50, right? Which yeah. is a great, that I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah, yeah. And the cool thing is, so men and women over 50, living your feeling younger, right? So in whatever, whatever way that they want to. So I've worked with some people because of my background in athletics on mobility and, you know, run training. So more of a coaching aspect as far as that goes, but also a lot of people who come to me for um, digestive issues, weight loss, um, getting off meds, um, brain fitness is another thing as well. So I have never been diagnosed with it, but have tendencies toward ADHD and, um, OCD. And so I've been helping some people in those, um, in those ways of, you know, better focus as we, as we age and brain health. Um, but it's a joy and it's a joy too, because, um, I get to work with people who are like-minded and, um, you know, I'm close to, closer to 50 now or closer to 60 now than I am 50. And um, I get the the aging aspect of things. And I want to live, I don't care how long I live. I really don't care. I used to be fixated on that. I want to be fully functional until my dying day. And that, and, and to feel younger. I think that's the part of your, your mission, if you will, that I really love because it's not, you know, for me, it's not about of course, I'd like to lose some weight. I'd like to be healthier, but I really want to feel younger, mind, body, and soul. So how how have you really found, I mean, what are some major issues that people come to you to talk about? Mm. Um, 
That's a good question. Um, they come to me for weight loss. A lot of people do. Um, and what I realize in talking to them is that there's so many other factors there. There's stress, there's taking care of aging parents or even taking care of, of kids where a lot of people who come to me, they haven't devoted time to themselves. Mm, sure. And so they're so busy doing all these things for other people. So a lot of it is around self-care, even though they don't identify that that is the, the, the lack. Um, so that's one thing. Um, mobility. I think of mobility mm -hmm. as being physical mobility, but also mental mobility and changing your, your mindset, much like I did with tiny habits. It's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. we can reframe that. Sure. So it's like not about what you didn't do, but what did you do? You know, did you walk for five minutes? Celebrate that, right? right. Don't, don't, don't negate the fact or don't, you know, beat yourself up for not doing the full hour that you had planned on doing. You did five minutes. Good, good. Well, and and it's it might not be about uh, the weight loss. It might be about so I can be more active. So if you look at swarm of bees, if you will, what's the aspiration in the yeah. middle of the of the cloud? And then what are all the behaviors? And I bet exactly. you help people find what those behaviors need yeah. to be. Actually, I had a coaching call with someone today and she was sharing with me. Um, so we hadn't seen each other for two weeks and she she instituted one thing. And what she found was as a result of doing that one thing, her communication with her husband improved. And this is just two weeks. Yeah. Um, she was more active. So there were like three or four things that were cascading things that were a result of just changing one behavior. Yeah. And I was just blown away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as a coach that that makes you feel like you're really doing what you were meant to do right i mean so that's part of it too is you're you're constantly leveling up with other trainings and opportunities and your what other programs have you been involved with uh oh. to really help you be a better service to people that you're working with that's a good question because um what i do is i follow one what's interesting to me and also, depending on who I'm working with, who I think it could benefit. So those are kinds of things that I've I've instituted. So I did a formal mobility training with, um, it's called the Ready State, Kelly Starrett and Juliet Starrett. They just wrote a, a, a new, released a new book. Um, so that was one thing I did about a year ago. I also um, got a nutrition certification. Um, and I did a, um, oh, I got a, a, I'm a personal trainer now, which was something I that, that I've been doing yeah, for, for sure. a long time, um, through the Brook, Brook Bush Institute. And they also have a human, um, human movement specialist. So I, I also did that just because I've been fascinated with the body for so long. And it's like, you know what, I will be able to help myself for one, right, right. but I'll also be able to apply these with, to, to other people as well. Um, because I do still um, teach yoga and um, work with people privately as well. That's super fulfilling. But other certification programs, I think that's it. I'm well, looking and, for other ones right now. And and then actually now to really get the word out then and for your business, 
I think you're talking to Mike Kim or in your Mike, Mike Kim's program with Linda. And I am. So, right. There was an opportunity through Tiny Habits to sign up for a summer accelerator with Mike Kim. And um, his, it's called You Are the Brand. And um, it's been, I guess, eight weeks, 10 weeks. I can't even remember. But it's been amazing because it's been giving me tactical things. He gives us homework. And I'm just like, you know, the avid student, I'm like, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, get on podcasts, you know, sure. all these things. But what I'm finding is it's helping me to focus yeah. on um, my brand and really think tactically about how can I strategically um, post things on social media, you know, keep my messaging similar, repost things and um, get my word out so that I can attract people and help more people out there in the world. And then, you know, of course, pulling on all the disparate strengths and certifications that I have, but it's helping me to, to, to really focus and to hone in on my target market. It's been amazing. Well, and, and Mike's book is called You Are the Brand. So it's kind of, kind of based on his book and all that. So, so what, what advice, Julie, would you have for, for, for people that are over 50 that are really trying to make some life changes? What are some simple things that, that they could do? Obviously contact you and we'll put the contact information on, on the show notes and everything, but what are a couple of quick habits you could share with us? Hmm. I think one thing is to think about where what what's what's reasonable, right, for you to achieve um, at some point. And weight loss is not. I mean, weight loss is a result of other habits that you're or other behaviors that you're going to to do. I think that the big thing among older people is um, they don't move enough. And I'm not talking about formal exercise classes, but get out, take a walk, take 10 minutes, take 15 minutes. So I think movement and not just formal exercise, but movement here today or through, throughout the throughout the day, like get up, get down, um, park farther away from the door that you're going into. Just get in as much movement throughout the day, whatever that looks like for you. And it's like, OK, my knees hurt. Well, can you go to the pool? right? Can you get a recumbent bike or join a gym that has something that you can do? So find ways that you can institute some sort of movement into your daily life. That would be a huge thing. Um, The other thing that I see a lot in people who I talk to is a lot of us, and I'm guilty too, don't drink enough water. Yeah. 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 We're, we're dehydrated all the time. So I would say just try to get more water into your life. And the amazing thing is, too, with tiny habits is that as soon as you start doing a couple of these things, just in small incremental steps throughout the day, you're going to notice like my my um, client today, all these other changes start to happen. Right, right. And that's part of the mindset change, isn't it? It's like I, I think now I want to be the kind of person who does this, who is healthier or who is, you know, feels younger at over 50, right? We all want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be the kind of person who can get up and down off the floor without my hands, right? When I'm 80. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, didn't you post something like that on Instagram? Didn't you? I I think you did. I feel myself doing all kinds of things. I love that. What if I do this? And, you know, I just vulnerability. I'm, I'm so vulnerable now. And I'm just like, this is, kind oh, of I love it. I love it. Well, I think when you're over 50, you kind of throw away some of those 
those thoughts before. But I, I was gonna, I want to circle back a little bit to um, our discussion about community because a lot of what you're building with your clients and your classes and your coaching uh, opportunities is community. And why do you think that's so important to you as a theme? Mm. You know, it's funny because um, community is a strong value of mine. I've done values work throughout the years. And what I realized with values is they're not always things that you have or that you're good at. But there was a lack at some point or some reason why that's super important for you. And growing up, I was the third daughter. And um, my sisters got to do everything ahead of me. And I thought, okay, when I get to be that age, they'll include me and I'll get to go there. And that didn't happen. Uh, And so I always felt left behind. And so I didn't feel like I was part of community. And hence, I love and value now community so much and want to build that. And so more than anything with the coaching, it's not about me. You know, it's not about my showing what I know. It's about building community. It really is. And well, teach and, other people. And and teach because that's an important part as as we get older. It's not just the physical, the mental, but it is community. It is. Well, yeah. And I've been um listening to a book recently. Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Waldinger is his name, but it's about the he's he's um now one of the directors of it's like the happiness project or the Harvard oh, mm-hmm. happiness study. I could look it up. Um, but what he found is, you know, health, one of the key markers is relationships, social relationships. Right. And that's from the the community that we build. And it's like, you know, yeah, you can eat whatever you want, you can move however you want, but social relationships are a key to healthy life, long, long life. Well, and 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 you've built that in as a as a pillar in your in your coaching business, right? So if if someone comes to you, you're going to help them with all the physical, the mental, spiritual, whatever, but also connecting with each other, right? Absolutely, yeah. That's great. Well, are there any words of wisdom you want to share as we as we close out? And any other thoughts that you would give someone over fifty that might be kind of on the fence about coaching? Yeah. Um, The big thing about coaching, and this again is from the client that I met with today, is that coaching allows you to reflect in ways that we don't typically reflect. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had an experience earlier today too, where, where I talked to someone and they'd never had a coach and i i shared with her i said well our goal is to to build some strategy so you have some actionable deliverables here and so it's not just an ongoing discussion there is a there is a focus and a purpose right right and because without the reflection and without the purpose there's no growth exactly exactly well, Julie, I, I love your growth mindset. I've heard it all throughout our conversation. And I look forward to connecting with you uh, online, on social media, online, in, in the Tiny Habits community. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Thank you, Judy, for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to Stories of Change and Creativity. You can find out more about our guest in the show notes. 
Please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. It really does help. And remember, if you've got a story to share or know someone who does, reach out to me at judyoscom.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.